0: Will set you free. Headline Edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. Police, was <laughs> too fast to be an airplane. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of the Veritas Show, where we bring a disclosure, one guest at a time. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, make yourself at home. First, I want to welcome and thank our new Veritas members. You are keeping Veritas alive. Tonight's special guest is someone that is known in every international UFO circle. To me, even though we are very fortunate to still have him among us, he is already alleged one of the most respected and sincere men I know, an officer and a gentleman. Retired Command Sergeant Major Robert Dean will be with us shortly. I will discuss and go into plenty of areas that may not have been discussed and disclosed before. So if you are not a Veritas member, this is a great opportunity to stop the audio and become a member so you can listen to the entire two hours of this show. We have a great lineup in the next few weeks, Dr. Leonard Horowitz, Dr. Stephen Greer, Jim Nichols, and plenty more. For updates on upcoming guests and dates, head on to our website, VeritasShow.com. Also, to those of you who are 100% qualified to transcribe our shows, visit the free subscription link. You will receive a three-month subscription to The Veritas Show, which will give you access to all our past shows. So head on over to our website and click on free subscription. Read it and let me know if you are willing and able to transcribe. And a reminder about the upcoming Sea SETI event in the beautiful desert of Rio Rico, Arizona with Dr. Stephen Greer, Colin Andrews, Dr. Ted Loader, and more. This is a special conference under the stars to celebrate and make ET contact October 24th through the 26th. Visit our website, veritasshow.com, and click on the Contact Countdown to Transformation link. I would love to meet some of you there. During our last show, I told you I had some important news to announce. Many of you remember the very popular and exclusive interview I did with the respected Robert Morning Sky. Not to be confused with Robert Morning Star, who is also a respected guest. Robert Morning Sky granted his first interview after a 10-year public retreat to us. I continue to make comments on many of our guests know Robert from lecturing with him including tonight's guest, Robert Dean, Colin Andrews, and others. Last week, I received a message from Robert Morning Sky. But before I read it, I had a feeling that something was wrong. Prior to reading Robert's message, I decided to head on to his website, robertmorningsky.com. And I was right. The website was down and it read, This site has been terminated. I then proceeded to read Robert's message. Quote, Dear Sir, I shall begin by thanking you for allowing me to be on your program. The response from your audience was extremely rewarding. Thank you. Could you, sir, read the following announcement to your listeners? Sir, I want to thank you for your efforts on your program and for allowing me a few precious moments of airtime. Perhaps in the future we may speak again. I am extremely grateful for the time you may take to consider my request. I completely understand if this is not possible. Robert. Well, Robert, the least I could do for you is read your statement. I am honored and humbled by the fact you chose me, among many others, to be the one to interview you after so many years of absence. And I must say, it is one of the most enlightening shows I have ever done. I will now proceed to read Robert Morning statement. Quote, Ladies and gentlemen, On 21 September, the multiple websites that I had created were all terminated. I was given no choice in the matter. Twenty years ago, when I began to make international appearances... I discovered that in order to pursue the knowledge contained in ancient scriptures, I would have to deal with the institutions that lie well hidden behind the scenes. I was not aware that ancient scriptures were, in fact, more important in some cases than present-day global political affairs. To continue my research, I was forced into a world that I did not know existed. The powers in this realm surpass anything you can imagine. The price one must pay to pursue the hidden history of our world is physically demanding, heart-wrenching, and peppered with constant threats. May I respectfully suggest that the answers to the UFO, conspiracy, and paranormal questions do not lie hidden in today's global events. They lie carefully guarded in the hidden history of our world. The journey toward 2012 is near an end. I am persuaded that the world will be surprised at what that year will bring us. In short time, El Vastago will surface. Thank you, Mr. Fabregas. Thank you to your listeners. Best wishes to everyone. Robert Morning Sky. Unquote. Robert, on behalf of your fans your brothers and sisters around the world. Our thoughts and prayers are with you and your family. And I hope that one day, in the not-too-distant future, we may meet again. And now, get ready to listen to a man who violates his security oath, not only because he believes the people have a right to know, but because the people have a need to know. UFOs, the military... Deep underground bases, extraterrestrials among us, disclosure, and much more. If you want to continue believing, stop this audio now. If you want to know, don't go anywhere. This is Mel Fabregas, and you're listening to the Veritas Show.
2: Is Robert Morning Sky, and you are listening to the Veritas Show.
1: I guess I speak out openly and bluntly about this because I feel so strongly about it. I violate my security oath every time I speak about it. I do it intentionally, and I do it on purpose because I feel so strongly that the American people not only have a right to know the truth, but they have a need to know the truth. The truth apparently is simply this, that we're not alone, we've never been alone. We are apparently part of an infinite universe filled with intelligent life. I find that exciting. It doesn't frighten me. And I think the time has come where we're about to meet our extended family. It's gonna be very soon and the people are not ready. And one of the reasons I do speak out so bluntly and so openly is if in some small way I can help people get prepared for this, because I believe that this reality, once we have accepted it and understood it and gone beyond the fear, will bring about an expansion of consciousness in the human race that will truly help us and prepare us to go out there and take our rightful place in that infinite community of life. Retired Command
0: Sergeant Major Robert O. Dean has been engaged in the field of UFO research for the last 40 years. He began this research on active duty in the U.S. Army where he served for 27 years. Additionally, from 1963 to 1967, he served at Supreme Headquarters Allied Powers Europe, SHAPE, NATO, as an intelligence analyst. And it was while he was at SHAPE that he removed a file from a security vault called The Assessment, an evaluation of possible military threat to Allied forces in Europe. According to Robert Dean, the document simply concludes that Earth has been for long under survey from several extraterrestrial civilizations. Robert Dean's current projects are directed toward gaining immunity for ex military personnel who may shed some light on the UFO issue, enabling them to testify before a congressional hearing without fear of losing their pensions or a prosecution. And from one desert to another, retired Command Sergeant Major Robert O. Dean. Hello, Mr. Dean, and welcome to the Veritas Show. How are you?
2: Well, I'm fine, thank you.
0: It is such a pleasure and an honor to have you on, sir. I have received requests from our audience to interview you all year long. But after your presentation at the Barcelona ExoPolitics Summit, I really got flooded with requests, and it's a highlight for me, as well as your fans around the world who are listening. You really opened many eyes there in Barcelona. Why do you think your message and presentation was so powerful.
2: Well, I wasn't aware that it really was that powerful. I, I, I got the impression that I was well-received at Barcelona. It was very gratifying to, uh, to see the turnout there at the conference, and it was also very encouraging to see the number of people who came up after my presentation and uh, not only thanked me but indicated their own interest in the phenomenon. I find it uh, gratifying that particularly young people seem to be aware. They seem to be paying attention. And uh, that's my hope for our future, that the young, the young people will come along and uh, insist on some honest answers from their government and do their own research and literally dig into what I consider to be the greatest story in human history. I... Uh, I must be honest with you and tell you that ever since I got involved with this thing back in 1964, I haven't been able to walk away from it. I'll be honest. I I think I actually became obsessed with it when I realized the implications of this thing. The fact that there are advanced extraterrestrial intelligences they're literally in our midst, Mel. uh, They're all around us and they've been all around us in involved in us for literally the beginning of our history. And to me, that that that's a hell of a big story. And uh, I can't leave it alone. I can't walk away from it. Hell, I'm going to be 81 on my next birthday. And, uh, you know, I've often thought, why the hell don't I sit down and <laughs> retire and be a responsible <laughs> retired gentleman, smoke my cigars, drink my good bourbon, and uh, to hell with the world, but I can't do it. I, I did that for five years, and I was encouraged and prodded and literally threatened by a lot of friends to get out and start speaking publicly again. I just got back from a a conference in the Bay Area up in San Jose last weekend. And again, I, I was encouraged by the response and by the... Uh, by the fact that many, many more people are paying attention. And I, I think that's a good sign. And it's a hopeful sign. So I'm going to continue. I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing, actually. and I'm going off tomorrow to a, a conference in Burbank. That's right. Yeah, they've been sponsored. You know, Carrie Car- Car- and Bill. I th- are you familiar with the, the Camelot Project?
0: Absolutely. They'll be with me in a few weeks to do a show with me.
2: Yeah, well, Carrie, Carrie Cassidy and Bill Ryan are delightful people. And they're putting on a conference starting Saturday, the day after tomorrow, in Burbank. And I'm hopeful that the turnout there will be fairly well.
0: And I know that it will. I want to get a question out of the way, Mr. Dean. In your opinion, why has the secrecy about UFOs the truth embargo? continued for over 60 years. What are the real reasons?
2: Well, there is not a reason, Mel. There are a number of reasons. First of all, when the reality impacted our our military at the end of World War II, it scared the hell out of them, frankly. Our our professional military had just concluded a terrible, terrible war. And uh, they're confronted with this This reality, this undeniable reality that uh, there are advanced intelligences here coming from God knows where. And they had no idea what their motives might have been. And uh, they responded with the typical military response, you know. Uh, Hey, uh, we're paranoid. So let's, (laughs) let's look at the worst possible thing that could happen and let's try to prepare ourselves for it. And I think that was the initial response. They, they they responded in fear because they really didn't know what they were addressing. And then it became more apparent over the years of of the implications and the scope of what they were really addressing. And that scared the hell out of them more of them, you know. I mean, when you're confronted with uh, intelligences from God knows where, uh, With advanced technology that was so far beyond anything we had, you know, your your response is to be very cautious, and I think their response was probably normal back then. And then, of course, they they conducted the Brookings study in uh, what 1959-60, right? And that report concluded that. Uh, if we were to encounter advanced extraterrestrial intelligence that the response would probably be not to let the masses know about it and uh, i think the brookings report which was pr- published and presented to congress in 1961 i think that brookings study actually thank you for listening to
3: unlock the full two-hour interview including video formats Downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more. Subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section, or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. To listen to the rest of the interview, you don't want to miss it because you don't want to believe you want to know.